Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This season, we'll be covering all things wealth, from owning it to maximizing it. For further information, or if you'd like help accelerating your wealth directly, please do contact us. Head over to our website, www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. And welcome to today's show where we're going to be talking about how ethical are you? And we're going to be talking about why you should invest ethically and busting some myths around ethical investing. So why best invest ethically? Our world is in crisis. We've heard this a lot with COP26 and obviously everything that is going on, according to a leaked draft of an upcoming assessment of the UN's leading climate scientists, Climate change and biodiversity loss will be fundamentally changed the life on this planet within the next 30 years. Major natural disasters are already becoming a frighteningly common and we're getting maybe a little bit too used to them. But there is hope because we can build a better world. We can build a better outcome for our children and our grandchildren. But we need to do this in a significant social change and environmental changes. And we need to make them now. So recycling at home is all well and good. And some of the shows that we've been covering over this series, we've talked about how you can do that and what other things you can be doing. But we also must refocus where the world's money goes, because let's face it, unfortunately, money does make the world go round, whether we like it or not. And money is not a bad thing after all. It is something that allows us and supports us to have a, an amazing, abundant life. But we want, we need, and we require real transformation. So essentially we need to get the banks and the fund managers and all the people that are backing um, the money to be taking and making bigger, better, stronger, more responsible decisions. So ethical investing, I believe, has the power to achieve this. The trouble is that like you know, most of us, a lot of people, there's so many questions around, okay, what's investing in the first place? What does actually ethically investing mean? And there's so many questions that come into that. And particularly for women, we're not just looking at what's the returns, what's the cost? We are asking, what does that look like? What's the impact? Um, and there is a lot of gray area when it comes to ethical investing. It's got a massive growing complexity of investment concepts, products, and catering into this section. So it's no real easy task. As a financial advisor, this is something I do with my clients on an ongoing basis. So one of the things that we do when I first have a new client come on board is we ask a series of questions around, how ethical are you? How far do you want to go with this? But what is ethical investing? So it's about using your money to do good, and using it to help organizations to do good with it whilst your money is still invested and you have potential to have returns. When choosing ethical investments, firms involved in harmful activities are usually filtered out and they're using companies that are working harder towards a positive impact in the world where possible. And there's different degrees with this. Let's talk about some of the myths and, and busting some of these myths around ethical investing. The origins of ethical investing actually date back to the 18th century, and it only became to appear as a modern investment strategy in the 1960s. There are a lot of myths around it when it first appeared, and now it's gone more mainstream. It's really super interesting how and who is using ethical investing. Um, 
So let's just talk about a couple of them. So the first one is ethical investments don't perform as well as others. Now, in the past, that could have been the case, but is it actually the true now? Many people assume that ethical investing comes from lower returns compared to other types. And other, now evidence suggests otherwise. For example, according to data from Bloomberg, January 2009 to October 2019, the, FS, the FTSE All Shares Index returned 75.6%. And the same good returned, um, four, number four good returned, 75, a minor difference. The January 2021 Crown Ratings published by the Global Fund, uh, Fund Data, the technology leader FE Fund Info showed that ethical sustainable investment funds were among the best performing, despite them accounting for just 50.4% of the 3,255 funds considered. Nearly a fifth of the ethical and sustainable funds eligible achieved a five crown accolade. So while COVID-19 lockdowns dealt with traditional stocks in a significant blow, oil, for example, ESG funds saw a record inflow and now make up a significant proportion of the best performing funds on the market. Given growing desire for purpose together with profit and new regulations governing transparency being introduced, experts expect this trend to continue for the foreseeable future. Some models even predict that ESG, which is environmental social governance, linked funds will outnumber conventional ones by 2025. So if you decide to go ethical and you're willing to be patient, it's likely you won't have to put compromise on potential returns. However, what we do have to highlight is that obviously then you're not invested in, for example, oil, which is a really interesting subject when it comes to investing. Therefore, if there were a potential returns that you're then excluded from, you have to understand that there is potential to have a less return over a period of time. But that's the risk of investing anyway. That's the case with any kind of fund of any kind of investment. It's then deciding if you want to um, have a degree of your money invested in a way that has the potential to do good in the world. So the second myth is that ethical investments are higher risk. Now, in the past, some ethical investment stocks were open to potential risk through removal of uh, government subsidiaries. Also, some funds had less diversified than their regular counterparts because there were fewer ethical companies to invest in, which gave investors less choice and opened them up to relatively higher risk. But nowadays, it's actually far from the truth. And really, with an increase in sustainable and ethical legislation, um, green companies taking advantage of economies of scale, there's far less reliance on sub subsidiaries, Investing in ESG, environmental social governance, compliant companies can even be less risky than investing in the for the long term. Also, with consumer demand for green and ethical products, um, accelerating more responsible businesses are entering the ESG market in all sectors. So this means actually that your ethical investments can be well diversified and therefore spreading your risk. So. Again, these are some of these risks, these, these um, myths that are quite long standing from being around such a long time, but because they haven't been mainstream, they have these um, areas of concern for people. Okay, so number three, investing ethically can be more expensive. 
So some people assume that ESG funds are more expensive because there's fewer funds to choose from. They're smaller, their additional research has to be done to make sure that they're compliant with ethical standards. And the truth is, depending on your risk grade compared to traditional active portfolio, ethical portfolios are often cheaper by around five to 10 points basis. And this is retail distribution review and retail platforms have brought even more stability because through agency contracts, rates are standardized across the board for cash bonds, equity funds. But there are some funds that are actually a little bit more expensive and you just have to ask the question, what's more important? You have to take out of the returns out of the question when it comes to fees and charges. You have to take out um, potential um, uh, returns and really concentrate on, do I want this for my investments? Is this what I believe in? Regardless if it costs you more money. That said, if you wish to create a collection of bespoke investments, then extra costs are likely to apply for additional research required and create a selection of investments that suit your specific requirements. Um, and, you know, there, there's more detail on this on one of my ethical guides, um, which you can access via evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk. Go to the services tab and you'll see that you can download the guide from there. Also, the thing to mention is that when it comes to the costs and charges, the more that there's more and more funds available now, and therefore there's more standardized um, automation, and therefore they can start to standardize the costings. There is more um, demand for it, therefore they can put more resources into it, which therefore can mean that it's not an expensive um, exercise for a business to run these funds. So they're becoming more and more competitive. Number four, ethical investing doesn't make a difference, um, which I disagree with. <laughs> um, ethical investing used to be about avoiding companies that involved unsavory sectors like weapons development, and that is still a case for some people, or those that have ties with abusive practices like child labor. But now more and more companies realize that actually that's not good for business. The way that consumers buy and the uh, impact of social media that that is actually people want to do good and they want to do the right thing. By having a positive impact on uh, stakeholders and the environment, they can both improve the brand's reputation and reduce the regulatory and legal costs. And I think the legal costs and regulatory costs are only going to increase, especially for those companies that don't start falling in line with standards that are coming into play from a global level due to COP26 and such like. Um, and of course, meeting these ESG standards attracts investment too. So companies increasingly have a strong motivation to make uh, a, a viability, social and eco-friendly changes. So it's very slow. It's a trend that's been happening for a number of years now, um, but it's also forcing change in a more general sense. With even more investors choosing top ethical funds, the pressure is on businesses to all size up, to step up and operate at a more effective ethical level. So it's really about putting purpose before profit can really make a changeable and tangible difference. So yes, I do believe that if more women invest and more women invest ethically, that we could literally make a impact on changing the world. Number five, eth ethical investments are all greenwashing. So this is a terminology greenwashing. So a survey published by Quilter Investors in May 2021 revealed that greenwashing was a primary concern for 44% 
of ESG investors, with several major companies and popular eco-friendly brands recently being accused of making false environmental, ethical and operational claims. It's no wonder that people are feeling that way. However, to protect consumers and clamp down on greenwashing, several strict, strict standards for ethical investments have recently been introduced. Moreover, back on the Paris Agreement and the coming of COP26 summit, governments worldwide are making a, a concert, concentrated uh, effort in to introduce new ways to regulate companies' ethical behaviour and the standards for green investment. For example, in June 2021, a new independent expert green technology advisory group, GTAG, was established to advise the UK government on standards for green investment. It will oversee the government's delivery to the green tax economy. This is a framework that will be set the standards for investments that can be defined as environmentally sustainable. The aim is to help um, accelerate the country's transition to net zero and it make it easier for investors for, and consumers to understand how the firm impacts the environment and therefore easily identify the most suitable companies to investing. Besides government in initiatives, various other ESG regulators can implement fines and other punishments for irresponsible corporate behaviour. And to add to that, the risk uh, of that is impairable reputation damage caused by greenwashing accusations alone can be enough to, of a motivator for compliance. Although greenwashing continues to be an issue, it's becoming increasingly difficult for companies to get away with it. And it's also now easier than ever for investors to run their own checks to verify green and ethical claims by the funds and the firms in, um, included with them. Um, you know, a little bit of Google can go a long way, but a lot of these um, fund managers have access to huge amounts of data. Um, and that is what they're there for. That is what they're there to do. Um, they don't rely on, on Google. So just to give you a little bit of an idea on some of these terms, ESG, um, it stands for environmental social governance. So Environmental is pollution, waste management, carbon emissions, energy usage, animal welfare. Social is health and safety reputation, regulation, sorry, employee relations, child labour, human rights, community engagement. And governance is transparency and disclosure, conflicts of interest, board independence and management quality. SRI, so this is responsible, social responsible investing, it looks at the ESG investments through an additional layer of ethical guidance and actively eliminates or selects investments according to the specific negative or positive screens, which could motivate by region, personal values or political beliefs. The aim of the, for the investor to have a clear conscience and why increasing their returns. So examples of negative SRI screens include weapon production, active substance terrorism a positive screen would be including charitable donations community investment schemes renewable energy resources as an example so i hope these five myths busting has been a help and it's given you a little bit more of an in, uh, insight into ethical investing and if you want to read more on this subject go and check out my ethical investing guide which is www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk go to the services tab and you'll see it there on the draft drop down to download. Alternatively, come and check out maybe one of our webinars that I run 
um, around ethical investing also I'd love to hear from you and hear from you on your feedback of the pod- podcast please do leave me a review get in touch and let me know what you think I'm um, sending you lots of uh, love and I hope you have a lovely day take care and it's over and out from me take care Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. If you'd like to take the steps to accelerate your wealth further, perhaps owning it more or maximizing it to its full potential, please do head over to our free Facebook group, The Money Mastery Collective, where we post regular updates on tips to maximize your wealth and also support you along the way. We'd love to see you there.